everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. I have phone service. Imagine that. Nice. <laughs> I'm here in uh, Chicota, which is the hometown of Miss Carrie Underwood. Ah. Yay. Nice. So I'm going to have to go take a picture of a sign that says that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we made it into a new state, state number seven. Man, you're like tearing through them. Right? Oklahoma, where the wind comes pouring down the plain. <laughs> um, yeah, so here I am in Oklahoma. Uh, so we left off and I was still in Fort Smith when we last talked Right. with Tanya. So the Tanya actually took the next day off and plus I knew that there were some storms coming that night, so... I was like, I don't really want to be stuck outside. And she's like, I don't want you stuck outside. So she's like, I already took the day off. We're going out around town. I was like, awesome. So we went around. We actually went to Fort Smith and did the historical things like a good little student that I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she brought me. They have, they have like this big thing. I know Worcester did it with, um, they had all like the buildings painted by artists. So there's all these beautiful murals in town. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so she um, she took me down there to take pictures of everything, and it was really kind of cool. It's a cool little town. Got two breweries, so, you know, there's that. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And when I go to breweries, I'm just doing market research. I mean, I have a brewery to go run when I get home, so I'm doing homework across the country as I as I go from brewery to brewery. And then I just like wine, so that's just that. But sure. <laughs> so whenever anyone asks about me going to all these breweries, it's homework. I mean, that's my job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> uh, and actually, one of the breweries had a really good idea that I was like, I'm going to steal this. And just so you know, thank you. I'm going to modify it, but I like this. And I took pictures and I'm going to talk to Tim and the bosses about it. So what's that idea? Well, it was just for the for the beer flights. They had a really good because everywhere you go, whenever there's beer flights, I'm always like, oh, that's a terrible design, or oh, the poor server, or the customer is like writing things down. Mm. They had magnets with stickers so that you could just put the like the the magnet onto the board with the beer that's in front of it. So like you really didn't have to think about it. Oh, it's just a lot easier. Yeah, I was like, this is a good idea, and I met the guy who like made the actual boards. I was like can I steal your idea? He's like, sure. I was like, all right, cool. Thank you. <laughs> it's been good. nice to meet you. I like, I like this. This is good. <laughs> so see, I was doing actual market research. Yeah. This is all totally de- deductible. Uh, ex- thank you. Well, and because I'm taking pictures. So for my photography business, it definitely is. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so that night actually, so after we went to the couple breweries, we just tasted beer uh got back to tanya's and we were watching the weather and we were like yeah i don't know this might pass well then it was about 1 30 in the morning and cena woke up 
kind of barking and just crazy hail, um, big, you know, wind. I'm like, is this a tornado? Oh my God, I'm, I'm in a tornado in the South. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Uh, the lightning and thunder was, it, it lasted a while. I mean, that, it was a big storm, but we woke up, there was no damage. So I guess it wasn't that big. And then, yeah, so that was, my big storm. I was happy to to be warm and safe and inside someone's house. To be completely honest, that was one of those nights. So yeah, being in, inside does have its advantages, I guess. <laughs> to to something like that, because my tent would have been blown away mm. or something. Um, but then we woke up bright and early to cross over into Oklahoma, and Tanya is so wonderful that she, because the Arkansas River Bridge. Every single time I've crossed it, and this was like the fifth time, is the absolute worst. And when I crossed it with um, Cynthiana the first time to get to Tanya, it was not easy. She freaked out. It was very difficult. So Mm. I was like, yeah, I was like, there's no room for my cart even. Like, there's just no space. Like, I can only fit the two of us. So Tanya's like, let me keep your, your cart in my car and I'll meet you guys on the other side of the bridge in Oklahoma because basically you get over the bridge and you're in Oklahoma and I was like that would be awesome and I said you know maybe you should keep Cynthia too and I should just cross myself she's like no come on I was like yeah you're right I need to take her with me well that was the biggest mistake because she completely melted down I was basically dragging her. Then I had to pick her up and physically carry her. And she's heavy and doesn't like to be held like that. Mm. So then I was like running with her, carrying her. It was <laughs> trying to hold a water bottle in one hand and like cross this river. And it was a, it's like a half a mile bridge. So this is not fun. So finally, after a little bit, I realized if I could get her to run, I could have her not focus on being scared of all the trucks and the fact that there was nowhere for her to run because it was just a cement wall, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we're going to sprint. So I start my morning off, and Tanya sees me in the rearview mirror of her car as we're coming over the hill of the Arkansas River Bridge. So I'm just sprinting down this thing with the dog. She's like, why is she running? She, why is she using all of her energy? She's got like a 20-mile walk ahead of her. And I get to the car, and I'm like, yeah, that was awful. She's like, it did take a bit. Until the end there where you were sprinting, I was like, yeah, Cena laid down about five times, and I had to carry her. And then finally, when she was sick of being carried, I got her to run, and that's what happened. (laughs) And then that day on my way to Salisaw, I also had to carry her two more times because she does not like underpasses because the cars up above scare her, like the echoing sound. Mm -hmm. And little bridges. So I had to carry. So I'm pushing my cart, basically carrying her in one arm, pushing my cart with the other, and also no shoulder walking down the middle of the lane, basically. But she got better the next day. She's getting, she's getting better. She's getting better with bridges and stuff. So we'll get there eventually. But, um, yeah, so that night in Salisaw, Tanya had set me up. Oh, actually, I didn't even. So Tanya, even I forgot to mention, before we went out to the brewery, she took me out. It was her parents' 49th wedding anniversary. So she was like, you want to come have dinner with my parents? I was like, if they don't mind, that'd be great. So it was really cool, like, asking them. They got married, you know, 10 days after she turned 18 or 19, 19, I think. 
And they've been married 49 years, and everybody said they wouldn't last six months, but here they are 49 years later. And uh, Fred asks about me every day, wondering, like, can you text me every day, letting me know that he's worried about me every day. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they were fun. Um, but, yeah, so anyways, we, Tanya had set me up with someone in Salisaw, which was the town that I got into after I crossed over the Oklahoma mm-hmm. Bridge. And after about 20 miles, Dina pretty much gave up. And the kid who I was staying with named Eric called me and he's like, so where are you guys now? Because I can just come get you. I was like, that would be awesome. This dog, I basically carried and dragged her for the last mile. So that would be great. So we were basically at the Salisaw welcome sign and he came and picked us up. And I was exhausted. I don't know if it was because I didn't sleep much because of the storm the night before. But he, like, cooked me, like, steak and, and, like, potatoes and vegetables. And then even Tanya and her niece came over to say hi because they're only 15 minutes away. So it's weird when people come to see me and I feel like I've walked for eight hours. And then they take a 15-minute drive and they're right there again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very bizarre when you walk eight hours and then someone's like, hey, yeah, I just popped over, (laughs) you know. Um but then he was like talking to me and I was so tired. I fell asleep in a chair, like talking. And he was like, I'm Lindsay, just go to bed. I was like, thank you. I'm so sorry. I'm like the worst guest ever. I maybe talked to him for like an hour and ate all the delicious food that he cooked for me and then was asleep and then left first thing in the morning. So he was very nice. Him and his uncle were very nice and it was a nice day, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a quick visit, to say the least. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then Tanya had also set me up with somebody in the next town, which is Gore. That's where I just was. So now I – did I tell the story about the cow guards? No. Oh, okay. So when I was in Altus, um, I went with Audrey – or I went with Audrey's friend Bailey to drop off one of her kids at a friend's house and apparently they own cows and a gate. And so the kid went through the gate and we dropped him off. We opened the gate. And then as we were leaving, we had to close the gate. And I looked at Bailey and I was like, Oh, I'll go run and close it. But I didn't know that they have these cow guard things before the gate. It just looked like a grate to me, you know, like normal grate, not something that a human's legs can like fall straight through. And it was dark. There's no street lights. So I go running up and my legs go straight through. I buckle over like my shins were covered in bruises and I land on my, with my arm out. So my shoulder goes and I'm like, I'm going to be paying for this one. Cause I have problems with this shoulder and my neck. If, um, if I'm not careful, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've had problems sometimes just sleeping on it and my shoulder will kind of go out of place and I go to a chiropractor for it and I go to an osteopath for it. I even have my doctor come to the bar and I'm like, I'll give you a beer on me if you crack my shoulder back into place. (laughs) And he does sometimes. So anyways, um, yeah, so that happened. And then I slept in a tent for a couple more nights and I started feeling my neck and everything going. Jeez. So, yeah. So when I was walking into Chalasaw, I was hurt a little bit. And I think that's why I, kind of fell asleep real early I was like I was in so much pain it was kind of going to my head because it was shooting pain straight up my neck so when I left there and I was headed into gore I started actually 
for two days having like I couldn't breathe like if because when I would breathe in my rib cage was basically out of place as well because my shoulder went and then all these knots got tight and I basically turned into a giant like disorganized pretzel and every time I would breathe it would send shooting pains through my spine and into my shoulder that was out of place and up into my skull so it was I was miserable to say the least oh geez and like I can handle pain but I was I was I was hurt and so Julie who was picking me up in Gore or whose house I was going to I was like three miles from her house and of course Dina's you know wanting to take a nap already she was tired puppy it's okay and she text messages me she's like i just got out of work i'm on the road do you want me to come get you i was like no i can you know uh maybe just the dog you know and then i was like you know what and also my ankle was killing me because that lump that's on my ankle was just burning but that's all connected it's all connected because once you mess up one thing everything gets messed up so anyway so I was like, you know what? I will take a ride. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm going to say, yeah. So we get back to her house and we're having, you're having a couple beers and, um, having, having a pizza. And then her husband comes home and me and Julie kind of got along really quick. Like just like two old friends, you know, two old friends that haven't seen each other in a while, kind of getting along. There was, we weren't missing a beat. We were laughing immediately um so she's like you know you can stay another day we're more fun on friday night kind of thing you know because we both mm-hmm. work in like the school system i was like well if you have a chiropractor in town i was like i need i was like i'm i'm hurt like i have to go if this doesn't get fixed this is gonna end like my shoulder's out of place i need to get my shoulder popped back into place and she's like, well, in the town that I work in, there's three, there's three chiropractors and one that I have gone to, and he's pretty good. And she's like, he's very thorough. I was like, okay, sounds good. I was like, what do you do again? And she's like, well, I work at Head Start, which is um, a educational, it's basically school for three to five-year-olds of low-income families, so low-income children. So I was like, She's like, you can come kind of like volunteer and help out a little bit at the school and then go to the, make an appointment with a chiropractor, hopefully. And then, yeah, and then we'll come back home or something. I was like, okay, that sounds great. I'll stay another day. (laughs) So I go to the school with her and we found her chiropractor could take me first thing in the morning. So I left the school. She let me borrow her car. I love people who are so trustworthy and they're like, I mean, I'd only known her since the night before, you know, and she's just like, yeah, here's my car. Mm-hmm. And all my stuff was still in the car, oh, except for my dog. But you never know. She still trusted me. <laughs> and um, so I go to the chiropractor, and he kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, you're all jacked up. Like, you're kind of a hot mess right now. He's like, and you're walking across the country. He's like, we got, we, all right, we got some work to do here. He's like, that, that lump on your foot, that's not your ligament. He's like, you have a bone spur on top of your ligaments that has happened because all the blood has been pooling because you keep spraining your ankle. He's like, so he took this machine thing and just like busted it up, moved things around, cracked things. Then, um, you know, worked on my lower back, worked on my upper back. And then when I lifted my shoulder up, like when I lifted my arm over for him to work on my shoulder and then 
you know, he's like pressing kind of hard on one spot. I was like, yeah, that's definitely where it hurts. He's like, yeah, no kidding. Your shoulder's out of place. Most people in my office would fall over in tears. I was like, yeah, it, it hurts. I was like, it's just pain though. And I know that you're going to make it better. So I don't care. Do whatever you got to do. Just make it better. You're not hurting me. I'm fine. He's like, most people literally would be doubling over. I'm like, I've been walking like this, unable to breathe. Let's do this kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So he got me pretty much all fixed up. I mean, you can't just have one adjustment and be fixed. I'm still having a little bit of problems, but I feel a million times better. I can breathe, which is pretty much important. <laughs> my foot is a lot better. My ankle's a lot better. Um, so, yeah, so all good things there, basically, as far as my health goes. But you're still wearing the uh, brace? Uh, I mean, I should have been wearing it the other day. I wore it today just because I knew that I had to. Well, I know, but it gives me blisters. So it's like you have to sacrifice certain things in certain areas, you know? Mm, All right. (laughs) But I wore it today because I was a good girl and it felt good. But I was like, all the work that he did on it, I don't want to lose. So I will wear the brace. I'll be good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yes. So then, <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> blisters suck though. Blisters are the absolute worst. No, no, it's true. <laughs> like those are hard. It's harder for me to walk with a blister because it's just you know than it is in sheer pain of ligaments. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um. So. So then Julie brought me to the tallest hill in the world. So that's exciting after the chiropractor. Oh, actually, first I went back to her school and it was lunchtime. And so she's like, oh, no, go sit with the kids. There's a table for you. Or like, you know, you can go watch the kids at that table. I was like, you want me to? Okay, I'll go watch the kids. (laughs) And so I'm sitting with like some three and four year olds. And I'm in between these little twins. And like, I don't know, it was like pot roast, fruit a piece of bread and like some potatoes and carrots for dinner or for lunch. They have to have all the food groups because the government says so. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm sitting next to, to these two twins and it, is, and it is lower income. So you don't know how much they're getting fed at home, which is sad too. Right. But they're just shoveling this like pot roast into their mouth. And I look at them and I'm like, Oh my God, these kids are going to choke. I was like, um, don't let's, let's slow that down a little bit here since I'm in charge of you guys right now. Can you please not choke on my watch here? <laughs> you know, and they're just like more ketchup. They just kept asking me for more ketchup and I'm just kept giving it to them. And one kid's just like sitting across from me with a spoon, just eating ketchup. He's like, oh my God. I don't like anything else on the plate. And so he's just eating ketchup. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you should probably eat something like real food. <laughs> eat your, eat, okay you're just gonna keep eating ketchup and he's just licking the ketchup like staring at me licking ketchup off of his spoon and the other two kids are just like literally have both their hands on a piece of hot roast shoving it into their mouth i'm like oh my god if two kids are about to like choke to death i've got one kid across from me not getting any sort of you know balanced diet into his stomach for the day um (laughs) so yeah but the kids were very cute, and they didn't torture me too bad. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And then, so after school, Julie brought me to the tallest the tallest hill in the world. 
one foot away from being a mountain. They're so proud there. And oh. Yes, Cavanaugh Hill there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I can say that I've been on top of the tallest hill in the world, and that's something a lot of people can't say. It's true. It's a, it's a real accomplishment. Thank you. I'm very proud. One for the books. <laughs> it's absolutely one for the books. It's a proud day, proud moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. then she brought me to work uh, to her daughter's work um so we said hi so then julie's like all right we're gonna bring you to the best dive bar for the best burger in town i was like yeah sounds good to me sold that's totally my favorite kind of thing is going to a dive bar that has the best burgers that that's absolutely like the number one thing on Lindsay's list, more than going to the tallest hill. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. They're both pretty fun. They're different categories. Yes, different categories. So um, her and her husband, Brendan, and then their friends, Chris and Dana, came out, and we all went and ate burgers, had a couple beers. And the, and the problem with the beers in Oklahoma is they all have to be under 4%. Unless you go to an actual liquor store, then you can buy things over 4%. But like if you just go to the store and or like a bar they're all uh-oh Tina, come here <laughs> come here girl she just found the other dog oh okay hi girl come here sorry come here girl um she's been sleeping on the front lawn of where i got to today mm-hmm. and hasn't moved in about three hours and we were trying to put her out back with the other dogs in the fenced-in area, but she wouldn't move. So we're like, all right, just sleep on the front lawn. That's fine. You can sit there all night next to my car. So she just found the other dogs, apparently. Anyway, so we had the delicious burgers, and then we went back to the house to hang out with the dogs and with Chris and Dana, and may or may not had had some more beer and bourbon and maybe some wine, <laughs> and then woke up a little late the next day. But we had already decided that the chiropractor told me to take a day off to let all of the adjustments that I had had. Oh, and Brendan put me on some, like, pins machine. It's some, like, 1950s, like, shocks for your muscles machine that he has because he's a coach at the school that he works at. So he hooked me up to that, and that thing actually really helped a lot, Hmm. too. So that was good. So, you know, I stayed another night with them. Because uh, we woke up the next day a little late, which we had planned on. And then um, we pretty much did nothing all day. Brendan made delicious steaks. And then, yeah, then we went and had chicken can can no, can can chicken, which is you shove like a beer up a chicken's butt and put it on the grill like that. So that was delicious. Mm-hmm. His friend Chris made that for us the next night. We watched some Oklahoma. Uh, basketball Oklahoma State basketball and then went to bed woke up early this morning and they they dropped me off a little bit down the road so that I could get to Carrie Underwood's hometown which they already had a place for me to stay and I walked right up to those people's houses Summer and Jimmy Mm -hmm. and they they took me in I've already had enchiladas for dinner which were delicious and like I said, Dina right now is meeting the dogs in the backyard. So that's going to have to be the next thing we do. Because hmm. that's where she's going to have to go so she doesn't take off. Dina, come here, girl. We're going to have to try to introduce them. Because she wouldn't, she, those dogs have been back there the whole time. And she's just been sleeping on the front lawn. Right. 
she's she's very tired after an 18, 19 mile walk. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can hear some some dog or other in the background there. That's that's the yeah that's the uh, their dogs that are in the fenced in part of the yard. Mm-hmm. We like I said we haven't been able to introduce them yet, so that's gonna be what we do. Cause she uh, she wants to sleep on the front lawn. She can sleep on the front lawn. Mm-hmm. I might have to sleep outside with her though. <laughs> At this rate. We'll see what happens. Okay. She's she's my lady friend though, so I I go where she goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you sound like you're in good spirits despite these various yeah troubles. Well, and even Summer and Jimmy offered for me to walk halfway to Henrietta tomorrow, and then they'll pick me up and bring me back to their house, and then I can and then drop me off those 15 miles down the road to get to Henrietta the next day. So I don't even have to camp out or anything tomorrow. I just get to walk, and then I have a safe place to stay and a place to shower, and then the next day be in a city where I think I have somebody. We'll find out. Um, but if not, there's plenty out there, so I'll be all right. Yeah. So that I'm always in positive spirits when, like, I, I know that I have a safe place to go, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> and it seems like you're making good progress. Yeah. We are doing pretty well, I think. All right. Well, very good then. So um, I guess I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and I should be in Oklahoma. I should definitely be in Oklahoma City by then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's halfway through the state, and I believe that's halfway through the country. Yeah. Oh, and I'm about to hit, and I'm about to hit 1,000 miles. Actually, if it's not tomorrow, because I'm at 982 so um, if I only do 15 miles tomorrow, it'll be the next day. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA.